Welcome to Echoes of New Eden. I'm your host, Rambo. And today we got a special episode. I'll go over some game news, then I'll talk with Manav about the history of the game through our eyes, of course. Let's check it out. Just to start off, I'm still looking for sponsors that want to sponsor this show. This would include running their own very special corp ad on the show. And contact me if you would like to sponsor. So the Hunger Memes 2.0 is now over. The winners were announced several days ago. The winner being Space Karen. Number one, he got 9 billion isk. And I placed fourth place for 2 billion isk. Amongst others, there were some other names, but their names are changed and I can't really uh, name them off correctly because I just don't know them all. So check out on the uh, gulag, the Hunger Memes announcements, and uh, if you posted memes in there, it's possible that you also placed. So a new war is heating up. Seems to be GOAT Coalition versus No Please Stop and Allies. GOAT being comprised of Pantheon, Catch-22, and the Silent Federation versus No Please Stop with Sixth and Fireflies. No has pressed into the territories of Gemini and Vale of the Silent and have claimed Sov by acquiring corpse in the area. Now, the blue donut seems to be their primary concern, though isn't it red to them? No currently holds the Sov to the oldest citadel in the game being HTPs. They possibly join No to preserve the historic citadel. The propaganda war is happening on Reddit, so we'll see how all this unfolds in the coming weeks. A player by the name of Kronos OC lost his Balgorn battleship worth 11.5 billion isk in Curse. He just wanted to give a shout out to the Corp FBIW for the good fight. Sorry, I don't have the roundtable discussion on this episode due to time. I may not have one next week either, as next Saturday is my daughter's one-year birthday. So uh, we'll have company over for that, and I, I just won't have uh, as much time as I do on any other given weekend. So now let's get to the game news. All right, they had some. They had a couple uh, big announcements and patch notes and stuff this week. This last week, I should say. So they are bringing in audit optimizations at this stage. The crackdown on bot and illegal transaction has achieved phase results, and we are aware of the negative effects of potential overreach on the audit system and will optimize it in August. The review time is no longer calculated separately based on each order, but the total daily income and expenditure difference is calculated that is, there's no need to split large transactions into multiple small transactions. They are making these larger transactions more easy while still being able to block bot actions. The review time for players with higher tech levels is faster, so that means shorter audit time. They did this because bot accounts tend to have lower tech levels. So they want to have a larger effect while improving the quality of life for higher tech level players. 
and time spent in the same corporation as well as the corporation's size will positively affect the audit time of corporation hangers and corporation wallets. They want to make sure corpmates have less issues trading with each other. They will have some insurance optimizations. They plan on adding the ability for members in a corporation when using insurance to create buy orders within the corporation or even allow corporations to trade these with other corps. And some mining and indie player improvements. They plan on improving life for indie players later by adding additional industrial mining projects like moon minerals and corporation structures that interact with them. Like, for example, owning some buildings can improve the success rate of the production efficiency and reverse engineering. Nice, so we'll see moon mining being a thing. They have some gameplay performance optimizations. If you're on Android device and have been experiencing significantly more lag after the exploration update or the June 30th update, repairing your client should significantly help with this. They are currently adding additional fixes in the upcoming versions to address lag. They are aware of the general stability issues caused by large-scale battles and have been focusing on fixing that, though it will require more time. Since a majority of the lag issues come from the client, they will release game performance optimizations over a few updates in August to help address issues related to large-scale battles. More details will be shared later. So in preparation for the August content update, the increased requirements on the internal maintenance server process. So starting in August, the weekly maintenance will be on Thursdays at 0 UTC, which is basically midnight. The change will apply at the beginning of August and will be permanent. So this week for the patch notes, the July 21st version patch notes, they're currently working on the anniversary content version. Uh, lag improvements in large battles, as well as gameplay performance optimization in Android devices. They hope to have these improve the gameplay experience sometime in August. The, as for bug fixes, they fix an issue where the Corporation Omega page could not be accessed. And that seems to be it for this week on bug fit, fixes. So for media, we got a number of things in the media. Um, so starting from 7.20, they've uh, posted this stuff on their Twitter. They'll be adding a host of new support structures as part of the anniversary update. So we'll be seeing some more of that. Um, they'll be having a live stream. I'll talk about that more in a second. They will be bringing in faction war games where you will be able to compete in a 10v10 arena combat without losing any of your ships. Looking forward to this in the uh, upcoming anniversary update. Dang, it looks like we got a pretty big update coming. To add additional value for explorers, you will have the ability to scan down and visit special relic and data sites that contain special rewards. More details will get released when the uh, anniversary update gets closer. Uh, they've been uh, releasing some sneak peeks of the anniversary update. Um, they also posted a song. There's an official Eve Echoes song. They banned 508 accounts this last week. Um, between 717 and 723, most of which being abnormal anomaly behaviors. 
So back to the song, their anniversary song is called Infinity and is now available on Spotify, Apple Music, and other major music platforms. And it's a song they claim that belongs to the players. So they will be having an Eve Echoes one-year anniversary live stream that will begin this Saturday, July 31st at 6 p.m. PDT. You'll be able to win tons of rewards, including an iPad Pro, AirPods Pro. The live stream will be held at the link given here on their uh, on their Twitter, and uh, they expect to see plenty of people there. So they do have a playbill, they call it. They have an introduction, uh, 2021, a year in review, the anniversary version content release, future development plans, and community and CCP games celebration. And they do have rewards. It looks like they'll be giving away Google Play cards, skill points, ship skins, um, an iPad, and AirPods. So that'll be exciting. Looking forward to that live stream. So in player support news, there's actually nothing new in player support news this week. So with that, we will get to the interview. All righty. Welcome. Welcome to Echoes of New Eden. And uh, today we have a special interview episode, and uh, we're going to have a nostalgia conversation. What has been going on in the game for the last year? Mostly, we'll probably be talking about military battles, FCs, all sorts of stuff. So today with us, we have Menev. What's up, Menev? Hello. Yeah, thanks for uh, joining on. Or yeah, time. thanks for having me. <laughs> I know you've been wanting to do this for a while. So uh, a week uh, or a few weeks ago, I had posted on my Discord, my show Discord, about um, it was a previous episode I had, and it was the Battle of ZID, the one that was fifteen hundred people. You know, the system was capped. There was um, tie dye six. You know, uh, I had the FCs on there and I was just like, man, I was there. I remember seeing the battle. I remember seeing the ships flee and get destroyed in the ball or sorry, the brawl, man, just brought back memories. And I was talking and I, later that day, I was talking to you about that battle cause you were there and you're like, yeah, yep. let, let's do a nostalgia episode. So, and yeah, and we got to talking, we used to fly together when we were in the GHA <clears throat> and you've got this <laughs> history of battles in the game pretty much from the start of the game you've based off what you've told me you've pretty much been in every major battle between alliances so far in this game correct yes uh, i've been in every battle i've been deputy junior fc main fc and most of the Battle in New Eden. So, um, actually, <laughs> give an introduction to yourself. Let's tell people who you are, and then uh, we'll we'll get into some of this juicy stuff from back in the day. Yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My in-game name is ZX Manav, and I'm a FC right now in Pew Black Legion. And uh, yeah, I started solo PvPing on the third day of the game. 
got some broken kill mills i'm not gonna lie a one billion venture kill mills you know one billion car call trainer kill mills and uh, i joined stellar tyrants first week in the game my own corporation we were up in wenel pf and uh, yeah it was just that we were 20 30 man uh, corporation back at the day and uh, we used to rat and uh, like pvp stuff and after that we decided to move to empus with op4s and uh, met a lot of awesome people met zell at that time as well so uh, we joined in a war while op4s was falling apart and uh, i did join some defense fleets uh, up in empus in op4s and uh, then we decided to join uh, dark horde alliance up in gemini so yeah zell was uh, zell and uh, I don't remember the name but they were forming the new alliance up in Germanate and GG uh, but you know everything and we got allied with the GHA and uh, and after that we it was it, it began a new war bot wars you know yeah. I, I know a lot of people remember that war cuz uh, we decided to go against uh, people who were botting like it was mostly VVV alliance uh, and uh, we decided to go war with them and uh, yeah i while I'm, while that was happening i was like doing small gang pvp up in branch channel like killing their bots uh, you know i with a mercenary fc from eve online uh, julian you know and became junior fc under him cuz cuz you can just have 10 people in the fleet it was like so the fleet mechanics were like super tight at that time and uh, yeah we used to go up in their space kill their bots kill their miners and had fun you know yeah and uh and after that uh, uh most most of the like small gang stuff uh, was fun but i wanted to like became new part of something new you know i, I wanted to have something new and uh, decide you know and then decided to form defense fleets against like the uh, coffer coffer was allied back in the days with the uh, vvv and they were the mostly one group pvp hardcore group who comes to harass and in ftv you know it was it was always fun fighting them early in the days waking up like telling people not to die one by one you know because i knew how the fleet mechanics work at that time and how, how to like form up people together and so yeah sometimes we beat coffer you know and sometimes we didn't because coffer was really a, a good small group of pvp come to harass us with their fancy vigilance uh, we used to like catch one of them and one the squad side and we were just happy with it you know yeah and uh, and i started doing uh, offensively against vvv with the uh, randall thor he's a fc right now in lunar and uh, he was he was the main fc who led so many offensive fleets uh, all about Randall Thor those were the guys who led most of the offensive fleets against VVV and I was started a scout in those fleets and became a deputy very fucking soon and it was like super fast Randall Thor saw me and he was like no nope, you're going to uh, take over the the fleet second or you know you're going to be the deputy under me and uh, it was fun leading winning those battles with him and uh, you know and after that they I got no I started getting noticed in GHA as well as Dark Horde Alliance uh, and I they gave me my first op with one of the FCs and I was a deputy under him 
But at that time, I remember he got something real life to do and the op came at me because <laughs> we were going against uh, one of the VVV's uh, outpost. Uh, it was an offensive fleet. My first ever fleet I led was an offensive fleet uh, against VVV. And we jumped in. It was super quiet at that time because uh, it was early in the morning because everything was early in the morning for US time zone guys, European time zone guys. Uh, they were mostly, uh, you know, VVV players and Copper and all of their allies. And uh, they jumped in a 150-man fleet on our 50-man small fleet. And uh, yeah, we won them and uh, we killed their fleet and put the uh, outpost uh, in armor, if I remember correctly. Oh, I know it. We didn't manage to put the armor in there because it was like two minutes left and we were still moving around, walking around. Their FC was one of the like, that was one of the toughest battle I've been in because he was very smart. He was trying to brawl us and we were, because we uh, in GHA were sniper fleet most of the times and they were trying to brawl us. It was a lot of warping involved, a lot of tips, a lot of new tricks. Uh, I had to outsmart them and uh, yeah, and I remember very vaguely after that fight, because uh, we won, uh, a lot of pilots messaged me. I'm like, oh, this is it. This is one of the biggest ops I led. And that that lead put me on the map. And I remember perfectly, I got promoted uh, as a Ravager captain in GHA. And uh, one of my directors, Mr. Kilroy, I know uh, he's been in this podcast uh, as well, you know, and uh, he told me, oh, dude, you skipped two ranks and got promoted, you know, <laughs> and I became a military leader as well in my own corporation, you know, with a lot of promotions involved. And uh, yeah, we won the bot wars up in Geminate. And, uh, and after that, uh, we, we disbanded and they formed Fireflies, I remember. And they were like super against botting. They were super nice guys, like top of the top players they formed fireflies up in branch and Venel and tribute yeah and uh yep and after that we we jumped into another war a civil war in dark Horde alliance with nsf i don't know if you remember that uh, yep i but... remember that yep <laughs> so yep, we well, take this. But let's take a pause <laughs> let's let's not get too far because i want to talk about this stuff so a lot of a lot of newer players, say newer fans of the show, newer people that uh, have been playing for maybe only six months. The bot wars were really early in the game. I mean, from... I, uh, I'm not really sure exactly the date when the bot wars officially started, but in the beginning of the game, botting was an issue, and it happened to be kind of most of the Chinese uh, corpse. Right, VVV, I think Bad P, uh, were were a couple of the names that were notorious yep. for it, right? And they were getting slammed hard about it, and you know, corpse corporations were banning people for botting. Um, the war that went, let's see, SHH, uh, GenFed, and GHA all came together. What was the name of that coalition again? I think it was well, called the Eve Coalition, and it was against botting, right? Yep, yep, yep. And so the three major forces at the time were against these, you know, they're the accused um, botting 
Alliance. <laughs> Alliances, yeah. And uh, the bot wars went on for several months. Yeah, it was. It wasn't like it, it didn't got over in like a month or so. It was like multiple months, multiple offensive fleets, multiple defensive fleets. I've been in almost all of them, you know, because I I woke up early in the morning for those fleets because we were fighting Chinese players at the time, and they used to. I think they were like uh, they used to get free early in the uh, like late at the night, and they used to come at us, and we were like woking up. Uh, waking up early in the morning, going against them. So it was a lot of bashing involved. A lot of fleets were there. A lot of players died. A lot of players won. You know, mm-hmm. it was a one of the toughest fight, uh, toughest war we ever been in. But our doctrine team at that time were very smart. We had a lot of EU Online veterinarians who were like, uh, who was in the doctrine team, and uh, uh, it was a lot of. Uh, a lot of meetings, a lot of, uh, you know, it wasn't like, you know, it didn't, we, we didn't want that war just by like, you know, oh, let's form a fleet and let's go. It, it was a lot of the intel involved. It was a lot of uh, bashing involved because at that time there were, there weren't any citadels, you know? So yeah. you, you have to find an outpost which you can attack by just uh, putting a, you know, spy in it and you have to kill that outpost to get the territory back. And uh, yeah, it, it wasn't easy. It wasn't yeah. easy. And right. while at that time, it was the fleet mechanics weren't helping at all as well, you know? Oh, no. Yeah. With the 10-man fleets? <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't say you miss those, right? Yeah, fair. Yeah, so the and a lot of the times, too, was uh, people were doing bomber roams because I think the, the, the bomber frigates had just come out. You can go covert ops cloak and you go and you watch these bombers and, you know, at the time people had these gigantic fleets and quote, end quote, botters and uh, people were being watched and, you know, accused of botting and the war dragged on forever up until these corporations started actually like kicking people and uh NetEase got really behind it too and was banning a lot of people and you know people that were scripting and they felt they, they developed ways to find out who is scripting and uh were banning people for it um so you know since since then uh, the bot wars let's see when did that end really december i want to say i think early the Jan. early Jan. early january yeah yeah so uh, another thing too and and you brought up op force op4s uh, yep so the bot wars that was i was still during the bot wars my corp was still kind of like an independent corp we weren't aligned really with anybody yet up until we joined the gha and then it was this it was soon after we joined gha was when gha um entered the eve coalition or created the eve coalition and then got into it so i was kind of still like a care bear and uh didn't really do much but mine and do like pve but um but even then you you mentioned op force and a lot of big names came out of op force both good and bad uh your, yourself came out of it zell was a was a very well-known player evil darkness he's still around today and and playing you know what happened to Op Force? Yeah, Op Force. We joined 
and they were right in the middle of the war. It was all, all of them were pushing them from every direction because I remember being in the system and it was like a, it was like a war hell, you know, because uh, you were seeing they they told us this is our main position. You know, they told us they gave us a system like you can move into the uh, I remember uh, ST joining at that time and it was like. It was a war hell, you know? It was a lot of defense fleets forming up, a lot of picking up from local, just get into a ship and just, like, uh, try to kill try to kill these players who came and harassing us in our system, you know? And uh, we decided to, like, came out of that because we were up in Venel. We were also been getting, uh, you know, harassed by a small corporation, and we just wanted to have a new, new uh, kind of, uh, new kind of a, start and we joined right in the middle of the war and uh yeah i think i, rem- I remember our ceo was talking to zell and uh we decided to form dark Horde alliance up in geminate and get out of that situation as soon as possible but uh, as soon as we got out they disbanded or they fell apart i remember it correctly uh op4s fell and uh it was every every player was new. Every alliance, every corporation was looking for something else, and uh, and that how Dark Horde Alliance got formed. And uh, it was just the good pilots who were not in the drama, not in the propaganda, who joined up in, in Germanate. And uh, Zell knowed his shit. Zell knowed everything he was doing at that time, uh, you know. And uh, yeah, we formed Dark Horde up in the Germanate, and that was it. What were some of the nor- notorious battles from the bot wars? Oh man, uh, I can t- I can go on and on for that. Okay, uh, give us, but give it- us the biggest ones. Let's say, how about the 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 uh, motivation turning, you know, large scale battles? Yeah. So one of the la- one of the I remember one of the largest scale battles. We put most of the outposts in the hulls and. Uh, was a lot of military involved. We formed a new Discord and everything. It was like one of the biggest op you can see. All of the players were online at that day. We were hitting multiple outposts at multiple time zones. And we were trying to, that was like, we were trying to disband VVV at that same day. You know, they were like, they got hit so much hard at that day because it wasn't one system involved, you know. Uh, I remember most of the fleets uh, also died as well, you know. And uh, my fleet, uh, my fleet FC died, and uh, that my, I came up. I, I joined as a deputy, became a full form FC from like 50 men uh, guys, and uh, yeah, we were still holding at that grid. We were still fighting. Uh, we killed most of the outpost, but uh, yeah, they pushed really hard back with like 500 players pushing us because we were hitting a lot of outposts in different. Uh, you know, systems, and that's why that was a guerrilla warfare tactic against VVV, and that won us the fight. That won us basically the what wars. That was one of the biggest stop. Wow, where was that? Was that up in uh, the Vale? Yeah, I, I think there were a lot of system involved branch, tribute, Vale. Okay. Uh, I remember because we were in YZX, I remember YTAGZX currently owned by lunar now uh yeah yeah crazy the times so then once you got out of op for us then that was when you went to gha correct yep uh we went to dark Horde alliance and dark Horde was allied with gha 
So after the Bot Wars, almost the next day started the Southern War. Then no, it was. <laughs> I think uh, after the Bot Wars, it was the Civil War, right? The what war? Civil War. Oh, the Civil War. Well, yes. Uh, okay, so yeah, yeah. I I think that was toward the end of the Bot Wars. Um, yeah, the yeah. GHA had the Civil War. Yeah, but uh, do tell. That was when NSF departed. Yeah. Yeah. So most of the U.S. time zone players, uh, they been they just wanted PvP. You know, we were uh, in GHA. We were trying to form a new uh, what was the name of the document called? We were trying to form uh, like what was it a charter? The new charter. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were trying to form the new charter, and they didn't like the new charter. You know, the U.S. time zone players came up together and they formed their new alliance, NSF, North Star Federation, and uh, they holded the system uh, LTOFR, the entry from the will of the silent up in Germinate, and uh, yeah, they they this they came us came us at us with scepters and a lot of them. It was annoying. They put UG into. Uh, I remember that you put UG into Hull, but uh, we didn't like. We took it seriously and decided to uh, push back. And uh, yeah, they retreated. They lost that war and they retreated back in Fountain. And they still have that citadel. The citadel is still alive. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in NSF in Fountain now. Uh, so that war lasted all of like twenty four hours, though, didn't it? <laughs> Yeah, like two days, one day, my man. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you know, I, I looked at it at a di with a different perspective. Is yeah, the U.S. time zone players they did want PvP and whatnot, and the the whole charter thing was being revised. It was the structure of GHA, and I want to say that a couple of the corps were given promises uh, to become senior partners. Uh, the GHA had like this. Uh, you had your you had like the primary corpse and then you had partner corpse and then you had like senior partner corpse and they kind of had a little bit more weigh in on say you know on, on decisions and stuff like that it was just the way that it was structured and i think a few of the corpse when coming into gha they were given some promises that um the 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 leader at the time couldn't really fulfill and so there is a lot of backlash about that and uh you know truthfully my corp was one of the senior partners but i don't know what the benefits were <laughs> I, I to this day i don't know what we benefited out of it it's just if anything we had a pretty strong military support within gha but otherwise yeah, yeah, we were senior partners as well as uh, ST. Uh, we were the protector of the charter. Our CEO was a uh, uh, Dracta, uh, was the protector of the charter. I remember, and uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it didn't came out with that. You know, I know a lot of CEOs were trying to push that for that position, but it didn't came with no new benefits. My man, was, everything was same. Everything was there. You know. Yeah. But yeah. So, you know, that kind of led up to that NSF war and it, they split from the GHA and they wanted, I don't know if they were trying to do packs or something, but they wanted certain land within Geminate and GHA said, no, you can't have it. This is our territory. Either you stick with the systems that will delegate to you or you get out. And they decided they wanted to fight over it. 
And so that's what happened. It lasted all of a couple days, and then they ended up joining Pantheon. Yep, up in Fountain. But yeah, and then right after that, and then after they joined Pantheon, they came and uh, did roams within the GHA territory, and they actually struck my citadel at the time. Um, <laughs> there, there was some sort of deal also too that like if they were to do that because i think we're blue with pantheon um because of the bot wars still possibly I, and i don't know if pantheon was considerably as big they're definitely I think not pantheon as big was, um as they I are i think today. pantheon was neutral at that time because we were allied to genfed at that time as well and because uh, genfed was blue to pantheon and pantheon was neutral to us we we were in a treaty or some sort of uh, agreement you know, we can just go out, have roam everywhere, but we can't, you know, help camp them or, uh, you know, we can't put their structures in citadels or timers. Because I remember we used to camp where Polo Ball with their bloody roams, go around with Ned and, you know, uh, up in uh, 3, uh, 3FK and just uh, gate camp that. And we killed, one, uh, we killed one of the Vindicators and I remember... Uh, one of the Diplos were like, nope, you're not going anywhere anymore, you know? You killed one Citadel oh. of their own, you know? We killed one of the Vindicators, and uh, yeah. Yeah, and I could only imagine that was a Diplo shitstorm, too. Yep, yep. Yeah, and when when uh, the NSF crew came and visited my Citadel and shot at it for about five minutes, uh, <laughs> some things were raised, and uh, it... it you know, I, I it probably ended up being a pee pee slap, but uh, it is what it is. <laughs> a Diplo uh, shitstorm. So then, after that, then we get into the Southern War, and this is the longest war in Eve Echoes history so far. It lasted from what January up until like last month, and I, I just talked to Mama. You know, she's still really actually fighting against OG and some of the uh, alliances and corps over there. Uh, that new one, that ACR kind of formed, uh, she's still fighting them, you know. But to the rest of the galaxy, I, I guess you could say the war is over. <laughs> the Southern War, I mean. Uh, man, see, those were the days when... I was fleeting up in, into your fleets and uh, some of the other notorious FCs, um, not only from like the GenFed side, but, um, you know, SHH and then uh, GHA, you know. Yep. So Southern War started, uh, the, well, like GenFed was pushing against ACR or at that time, I think, yeah, they were called ACR and uh, yeah, they were pushing against ACR, Void, and a bunch of allies, you know? And we weren't, at, we, we didn't, didn't take any part of that one, you know? They right. began that war, but we were just allied, and we were just, like, neutral at that time, and we weren't engaging it in any ops uh, of their own, you know? They were just fighting each other, and then Void called out uh, an aid for their help because their citadel was, like, in a timer and sort of, and we, we decided to answer that call, and, uh, yeah, then began the Diplo shitstorm, you know, and GenFed, yep. uh, I remember seeing all of the conversation. Uh, I was in part of those. I was like, I saw those. And uh, yeah, it was it was bloody, my man. I'm not going to lie, you know. Yeah. And, uh, that, that was when she yeah. said, you are now entering the war. Yep. And yep. 
that was she, that's what started it we we needed we we came to aid void because void was uh, on offensive and they needed some help being uh, on the defensive side and so gha came in to to assist void and in, in some defense in their territory and uh genfed didn't take that lightly no and then uh, basically gha entered the the southern war at that time yep what, what was Void it called needed... before the southern war it was called something else wasn't it yeah it was something else i don't remember but we used to call it the southern war because it was slight in the southern part but yeah it, it at start it was the name was different i remember it but i don't remember the name but yeah let, let's just call it the southern war you know because because yeah. people remember it by that name and uh <laughs> we were on the defensive side we were protecting the void citadels defensive citadels and uh, yeah and at that time uh, no and pew used to come uh, at andrel cuz everybody was using that pipeline us uh, in germinate and you guys in catch as well using that pipeline and uh, no was like uh, kind of having fun at that in that pipeline with their guardian fleets i remember it perfectly with their guardian blob and uh, Yeah, I remember and I I remember no I had a had a solid hard on for my outpost that was in Enriel. My corp outpost. <laughs> love triangle. Yeah, yep, the, yep. the golden love triangle in Enriel, you know. And when we dropped that, um we were only expecting that to last maybe a week, you know, before it got destroyed just because there's so much traffic. The game mechanics at the time when you dropped an outpost, everybody that had stations list up was able to see that and warp to the outpost. It wasn't invisible like a, a later a patch a patch happened and then, you know, if you dropped an outpost, then only you would be able to see it, etc. And of course there was warp ins you know we had to try to stop people getting warp ins of course people end up getting warp ins i see i think i seen a contract at in my own outpost there was a contract for like 400 mil for just a warp in right um that yep. and that outpost lasted like 3 or 4 months <laughs> we we uh we defended it quite well it's it's been in, it was in whole timer i don't know how many times uh no please stop came in but what that was at the time and maybe you didn't know this uh but with uh my corp specifically you know maybe that was good for the GHA at the time because <laughs> my little girl screaming in the background um that was good content for the GHA at the time and actually and maybe what people don't know is we actually used that for a lot of training exercises uh believe it or not yep. we slapped no just doing bullshit fleets and just like hey let's try this out and uh and uh, you know name shack attack uh he he was kind of our up and coming uh FC in our corp and then later on he you know got notorious within GHA and he would just say hey i got an idea let's try it we got a timer it's in enriel we're going to we're going to go try this out and they would they would succeed it was amazing you know uh, it, it brought content it brought training skills all that stuff and eventually it did fall um uh, when when it did fall i posted a um like a please remember kind of meme 
on my discord and actually i, I should bring that back up you know it, it had the date when we dropped it and then it had the date when we fell you know kind of like a tombstone type thing but yeah enreal man enreal that was a content pipeline right there yep 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 i i remember perfectly fighting the protecting the love triangle against uh, no guardian lobs and uh, that my first loss my first loss on fc was against tahini with their guardian blob you know it was a it was a big loss everybody knew we lost against tahini's guardian blobs uh, cuz one of the pilots decided to bring a vindicator <laughs> and that pilot lost that windy and uh, yeah it was a uh, my first loss and as an fc cuz my record was super clear cuz most of the fleets i ever been in we've been successful or we won that war by isk or something you know mm-hmm. but yeah my first loss was the great you know against the great tahini and uh, yeah zel i remember zel telling me you know don't worry just uh, you know everybody lose against tahini is one of the best out there and uh, yeah uh, we try i remember uh, i think no kill the love triangle they formed uh, a good as guardian blob fleet against us and they were just kiting us and they managed to kill the outpost and it fell uh, but we per- i remember forming defense fleet for it but uh, i think the last one the led was by shack attack uh, who led the last defense fleet ever and uh, it fell but yeah rest in peace love triangle you know <laughs> yeah which i mean for the time being it was nice when i was there you know people passed by uh, golden love triangle and uh in case uh, yep. people have never been to Enriel on the map that is one jump outside Kenora in the Great Wildlands so people can yep. look it up and uh you know I I still have a character in Kenora currently and I I log in every day to get the uh the skill points and uh <laughs> I see all reds in there in Kenora I'm like oh man I remember when you know our enemies would stage in Kenora and uh I'd have to have like three ships within that, that station and Enriel just to be able to defend it stuff like that and yeah those were the days so you know leading into the southern war and some of the battles uh, the the biggest battles in the game happened in this era of the game um let's see i, I ZID multiple ZIDs and uh, Z I wasn't in the news to really remember ZID when GenFed owned it if I if I think that's correct I think GenFed had a citadel or something in ZID and then it went down but then Bad P put a citadel there and that was a huge battle it ended up anchoring GenFed yep. and allies are putting it into hull and it I don't know where in the timeline that was i don't remember but when when that cta went up we man it's just, it's just <laughs> i'm trying to trying to think it was like okay this the cta is happening like six o'clock in the morning my time it was a majority of like eu players uh and maybe like east coast us players but this battle of zid <laughs> um and i'm talking about the one that hit 1500 tell us about that yeah one. yeah i i remember that cuz i did a lot of move ups i did a lot of like uh, you know 
pipe clearing plates there, rooms with, uh, you know, uh, as well with Polobot, with bloody rooms up in that pipeline, with uh, the Blood Horror Alliance, uh, the Russian part of the GHA also roamed there in their spaces, you know, it, it, and a lot of, you know, awesome content came out. Uh, you can see that content right now as well. One of one of the videos are still up, I, I guess. And uh, yeah, it 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 required a lot of meetings. It required a lot of move ops before that fight could even happen. And I let most of the move ops. I remember waking up three in the morning and just moving nightmares to that because that uh, citadel got put into uh, hull. And I remember correctly waking up early in the morning and I led the second fleet and called out targets. Uh, I was the third FC who called out targets. First was Shaq, second was Polobot, third was me, and fourth was Greg. We were just calling out target and we, they were just melting out. And they, just, they, they did a lot of mistakes in that fight. Genfed, their FCs, and a lot of uh, them made a lot of mistakes. You can see that as well clearly. Uh, but Bloodhard was one of the like star gold in that fight as well. They did they killed their morale as soon as the, you know they started by just uh, you know camping the one of the other uh, gates and just killing their brawl uh, you know just brawling them they were just brawl gods at that time and uh, yeah <laughs> the so uh, yeah if, if we go back and we listen to um, the the episode that I did with the GHA FCs and just just being there man and listening to them talk and then kind of replaying it in my head the next day and it's like oh man you know this is so awesome we don't see battles like this ever anymore and some people say it's a good thing some people say it's a bad thing but i, I would probably say it's probably more toward the good thing because nobody liked tie-dye um there's player cap is a thing <laughs> you know um and yeah you were yeah. saying you know and, and and in that podcast that i had with those fcs um they they were saying the blood horde was strategically placed at a gate just to be just to hold them just to delay them they knew yeah. that that fleet was going to get wiped yeah, they were they were placed at that gate because uh, we knew they were they're gonna bring like a lot of uh, you know a lot of support by their allies, a lot of you know brawling ships, and they were placed there, and they were just brawling, munching those enemies up while we were fighting. And while we were fighting that system in there, they were also fighting. Uh, they were also fighting a lot of like multiple fleets who were try trying to come and. They, you know, joined the big main battle and they were just killing it. And after killing like most of the fleets, they joined us back up again. They walked in us as, and the main big battle began. Tied, I hit to 9x. I remember perfectly, uh, you know, calling out targets and targets and just keep, you know, everybody, every FC was just calling targets. And it was like, oh, Shaq had a micro DC. Love. Polobot is calling target. Polobot had a micro DC. I'm calling targets. I had a micro DC. Drake is calling targets. You know, yeah. was, everybody was calling targets. Everything was getting melted. Every like they were losing a lot of ships by the numbers. We can see them easily. You know, but uh, I know most of the players didn't like Tadai and Nine X battles. But that one, one of the biggest you know battle in Evac yeah. has ever been. 
and uh, we didn't even know you know we thought the player cap would increase to 2000 or you know it was just like we were watching oh tyrice is going to hit 9x now you know is it going to be 10x and uh, is it going to system is going to increase cuz i think uh, there were 100 players right next to the system who were trying to join in and they couldn't even jump in yeah. cuz the system hit cap well, so it was like 1600 or 1700 people uh, if you count everywhere from like nearest system as well Yeah. Well, I was at the gate and I was spectating the Blood Horde uh fighting off or at least camping the gate uh on one of the entrances towards the ID. And the cap was at 1199 1200 at that time. Well, then it, I don't know cuz like I said, I I woke up 5 or 6 o'clock uh in the morning my time to join and I was already late. I was already in system cuz I had just stayed on I just stayed logged in all night. And I'm watching this and then all of a sudden it was like a switch flipped boom and then all of a sudden that fleet came in and then it raised up to 1400. And I was like, "Oh crap. Okay, they're warping to the sun. That's right where the citadel was. I'm going to go back to the citadel. I had a safe spot near the citadel that I could just kind of sit back and watch. And uh you know, as a media person watch and watching that battle at the sun was i i've never seen at the time i've never seen anything like it since then i've never seen anything like it tell us about that battle yeah. tell us about it yeah it was one of the greatest battles you can ever be in part of and i got honored to be a fc in that battle and call out targets uh, you know and won that battle successfully we were on the defensive side our job was to protect the citadel at all cost we were you know we we had that talks uh, you know early in the meetings because there was a meeting i remember shack led the meeting and just call out you know we're going to protect that citadel and every uh, every full cost you know is it going to be like uh, people like need to step up if they need something you're going to step up and you're going to do that job as well so we were ready we were ready against dcs we were ready against everything we planned everything and uh, a lot of planning was involved a lot of uh, you know strategic tactics uh, was involved uh, it wasn't that easy just you know wake up form a fleet and just defend the citadel a lot of things were placed a lot of uh, you know fcs did their best job you know polobot just like amazing in that battle and uh, yeah it was being it was a fun being part of the battle and i remember all of the gha players all of the dark horde players were super happy to be in part of it uh, I, i got their logi perspective as well logi was just repping each other repping the fleet and they did amazing in that fleet as well you know i get a got to give a big shout out to the logi as well in that fleet cuz i got reps uh, you know in that fleet as well and uh, we had multiple ships uh, already in the citadel so we were ready to die back up against farming they did a lot of mistakes they walked in a lot of different angles the fleet got strung out after the, the after we decided pushing hard on their first fleet the second fleet walked in at a different weird angle they were not perfectly anchored i don't know what they they were lacking a lot of uh, military the, on the genfet side and we were not so that's why we had uh you know engagement and after that we uh, after that like drake was giving us numbers you know they losing that amount of ships and after that uh we got until they like losing heart and we decided to push in we moved from the citadel and into their uh you know shield bubble and just 
kill everything on the field and they walk back and i think they try to save a couple of the battle cruisers and they walk they managed to walk 20 or 30 cuz but but that's it everything died there no nobody came out alive from it uh, you can find it on youtube as well like uh, mm-hmm. there was a lot of perspective from a lot of sides russian side uh, everything was planned everything was going uh, according to the plan and yeah we won that fight uh, so it was one of the biggest battle yeah you had mentioned that on the genfed side they made a few mistakes so one i would say isn't really their fault one being that they had a lot of drones now maybe they knew of tie dye the time dilation but when tie dye hit 6 basically all the drones were broke Every, anything, yeah the only thing was any, working was, was cannons. cannons yeah anything yep. the only thing that was working was cannons which happened to be what uh the defense fleet had a lot of tornadoes so uh <laughs> yeah i'm not going to completely say that that was on them but um tidai to to meet tidai was very new at the time i've never experienced a battle that had any tidai yet at six times slower than normal speed was how that battle was going it it definitely that battle went like 6 or 7 hours mm. yeah yeah the, the, when it started it's uh, just 9x my man that was 9x oh, the, man. Uh, when the battle was in the place yeah like i said i came in late <laughs> and i was like 3 hours <laughs> late and it's still happening so yeah the so the player cap happened um and Yeah, the two blobs are basically going at it for each other. And uh in, in the podcast that I had with GHAFCs, they uh, specifically specifically named a pilot named Plurk. And he was kind of like the hero logi in that group. And uh and you you remember Plurk? perfectly they were because we had a i don't know like we had a spy everybody knew we had a spy on their comms they were listening to our comms we were listening to them and they they called out plug and they were like all focus firing and every lodgy in dha and dark horde and blood horde was rapping plug you know it was like that that man like got reps for like 30 minutes 40 minutes straight and we were trying to keep him alive for as long as possible and at that end He, he did uh, died but he was the star pilot who yeah. you know stayed alive and uh, well, he was still rapping as well <laughs> while being getting shot at <laughs> yeah he he was he was probably taking full on dps to uh he was taking primary dps you know enough that probably could have dropped an outpost real quick <laughs> he took yep. so much dps he had every logistics on him he stayed alive for as long as he did and you know what that's that's what they needed that's you know and so that happened as well um but i want to say too you know um mama rex karensky i'm trying to remember some of their fcs there isn't there's another name you know they kind of they 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 brought some bling ships um at the time considerably bling and there was one of their fc's died i believe and the 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 fc that took over i want to say that he was the one that made the decision to push toward the citadel and then that was when the brawl happened yep 
we we were like trying to hold back at that time i remember you know we were looking figuring out what we're going to do because they were burning at us and we knew they didn't have enough ships so we decided to burn in them instead of like you know giving them any advantage we we didn't give them any advantage we decided to burn into them and decided to brawl as much as possible we were sniper fleet and we brawled and we won my man i still yeah. i still laugh about that we were like fully sniper fleet and they came at us and we came at them and just killed their ships you know and that brawl was Yet again, yeah, I've never seen a brawl that big. It was like, uh, let's see, there there was a meme. It was uh, uh, like a WWF meme, or like a Royal Rumble. You know, when there's like 30 guys all in the ring, and they're all compact next to each other, and they're all in this confined space. I mean, that's how many ships were in the blue bubbles, and everybody was right next to each other. I've seen screenshots of people with how compact the ships were and like you know it's funny is i saw tornadoes all the way down to like condors and stuff in the brawl like everybody was there yep everybody in new eden was fighting that brawl everybody in new eden was in that brawl you know they, they were, we were just bashing it out and uh, we had a one of the great advantages we had a lot of fcs who know their shit and we were calling out targets as fast as we can and they were dropping as fast as we can i think that was the advantage we had i don't know have we listened to their comms i think they were uh, slowly trying to figure out caller targets you know i i genfed has like one of the great fcs and uh, 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 now in the game but i don't know if he was part of that fight but yeah they they lack that speed they lack that aggressiveness you know yeah if they could have been aggressive maybe they could have won you know maybe the history could have been changed but yeah so toward the end of it after the brawl had happened that was really fun and um i i believe the nightmare one of the nightmares that they're anchoring on decided to go straight up he was fleeing and uh <laughs> that was pretty much somebody was locking him down making sure that they weren't that nightmare wasn't going anywhere and they eventually yeah, got yeah. it and uh, the fleet was pretty much decimated after that those that were able to flee fled and uh, the citadel timer was repaired and then uh it ended up staying alive for another couple months <laughs> so that yeah that battle to me to this day is not only just like the the best bat it's the best battle it's my favorite battle it's the biggest battle uh it's the most unique battle we've had i want to say and we haven't had anything like that since uh it's kind of kind of saying something in that sense too you know uh just uh, wx was, was the next bat next big battle to come up but i i don't think the system capped it wasn't 1500 it may have been a thousand or 1200 no, i think cap. it was 800 800 and 900 pilots yeah. Yeah, yeah so i was in that battle myself. <laughs> if if anyone hasn't listened to that episode that i did um let's see i could check what episode it was uh gha fcs i'm going back through my episodes right now to see which so i uploaded that march 1st the great battle of zid and i had the interview with uh gha fcs so i highly recommend listening to that that was i listened to that a couple weeks ago just you know listening to my own episodes i know i'm weird 
but the nostalgia I got from that, from being at that battle and listening to them talk about it and then, uh, you know, them going home and, you know, talking about the good, the good and the bad, you know, in the battle. And, uh, man, it just brought back memories. I, I miss that state of the game. Yeah, I I miss one of, like, a lot of FCs from GHA. I miss, like, uh, the Russian group of the GHA. They and uh, you know Chinese group like Zen Hot Alliance, they were they were also amazing as well. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, and at the time too, GenFed lost. I want to say it was upwards of three hundred and fifty billion in asset, just in ships, which at and the time was at the time that was like mind blowing. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It like, was up in price and. Uh, Flex yeah. was up in price as well, and uh, they lost all of their citadels as well against in that war as well. You know. Yeah. So following ZID, it was probably what two weeks later. WX happened. Tell us about what happened in WX. So in GHA, one of the corporation OZ, I remember. Yeah, it was OZ. You know, they decided to put. The, they were like, they were the group like a care bearer or PVE group. You know. And they were they were they they wanted to make a point, you know, a PVE cooperation and like alliance can be also useful as well, you know. We can we can do military as well. And they they this uh, they wanted to place a citadel, and we knew that wasn't gonna survive, you know. We knew that citadel is also gonna die down, but they were ready for it. They were you know they wanted to place a citadel, and as GHA it like took over the war, and it, it became you know. It became GenFed versus GSA, and we decided to go on offensive, and we took over the siege, you know, and we placed a citadel right in their, you know, territory. Front door. At the, yeah. Yes, and they retaliated with the, you know, fleet as well. Bloodhard managed to crush that fleet uh, on their own, and uh, it it got anchored, it got successfully anchored. Then the defense fleet happened. I think while we were defending it. Pantheon came in the show. Now Pantheon is in the show. They decided to hit all of our citadels up in Germany while we were defending, uh, like while we were defending the WX uh, OZ citadel, and they managed to put a lot of citadels up in Germany uh, into armor, you know, into armor, and they put uh, and they came back and we were defending it, and they came back and they put the citadels into Hull as well successfully. A lot of in Germany, a lot of in cash. So that was one of the mistakes we did, because uh, we focused more on WX. While our ship was in WX, our a lot of military was in WX. We forgot about our home, you know. Yeah. We forgot uh, who's gonna defend our home, but, you know, because I remember it correctly. You're telling to us, you know, because uh, after knowing a lot of citadels in Hull, one of the citadels uh, who was in Hull was my own corporation, ST Citadel. Uh, Yata, in Yata, Yeter, and he was uh, that citadel was in Hull as well, and uh, yeah, that that was the mistake we did as an alliance, and uh, a lot of people got, uh, you know, a lot of people were like, it was a lot of ranting aloud, a lot of diplos. Then became a lot of like diplomats talks and everything, you know, that they managed to come at us hard, and we were on the GHA and like. A lot of allies were still trying to help us at that time because we took over the war. We were the main seat. Like it became, 
the war was gen fed versus the uh, acr void og warp uh, like all of those alliances we were just a part we were just an ally group you know and it became gen fed versus gha and everything everyone else is uh, you know an ally and they they were also taking the heat but not as much as we took the heat yeah. and uh, yeah they came at us it was a lot of defense citadels and in that time of period i got promoted as well into because uh, we needed a lot of people up in leadership and i got promoted to lieutenant regent general of geminate with polowat you know because our duty was to protect geminate both of us and uh, yeah uh, we protected most of the citadels but they managed to kill a lot of citadels uh they so it was one of the battle i remember because i took a break that was like the second or third my loss in my fleet uh, i remember calling out every military leader i know like why it is in hell like come at us i know it's a different time zone uh, you know it was like something in between european and like us time zone we forgot to tell people to put uh, like citadels in the right time zone cuz we we went from us time zone heavy to became to european time zone heavy you know yeah and uh, it, it, it that change happened after the civil war and people forgot to put the citadel hall timers into european time zone so that was like our main big prime time gha and uh, yeah the citadels came out, every citadel came out in a different time zone we tried to protect it which we can all about led most of the defensive fleets i led most of the defensive fleets going against pantheon and they were they at that time of the time they had more battleships than us they managed to put a lot of battleships cuz they had a program 50% program like gengar made it one of the videos you know they had a bunch of programs they were they know their shit they had military at that time but i'm going to say they, their military at that time was basic our military was good enough but it It was, it was a democracy, man. It was like we needed to get a lot of permissions from a lot of players, a lot of CEOs. It, it was a, it was a mess, you know. We, we lacked that one guy just telling, "Oh, we're gonna go on offensive side. That's it." You know, every alliance went and on their defensive, uh, you know, on their defensive fleets on their defensive side because everybody got hit. You got hit. My my corporation got hit. Like the Russians got hit. Zenhard got hit. they managed to just cut us our pan downs so while we'll just protecting ws and let funny enough wx that oz corporation joined genfed yeah. that was like the biggest surprise ever you know you know you, you know what's funny about that so i want to hit on a couple points um <laughs> so until recently pantheon held the record of destroying the most citadels in one day within a, a a time frame so i don't know 5 or 8 hours time frame pantheon destroyed what four or five citadels i think they took down four and kept the fifth one up uh but it could have went down i i want to say that's what happened and st st went down i want to say gone went down a home citadel went down and maybe one of odin's um yeah up until uh just recently in uh in in the veil of the silent so yeah they held that record <laughs> it's that night yeah, sucked um actually i i was at those ctas and uh what was weird is was was your system the dead end system over there on that end of cash 
Yeah, Wyatar. They yeah. managed to get a well, spy weapon. The one of the stupid things about that is I think that system only had a cap of two hundred. I think it was five hundred. I remember it correctly. I, I knew it was something ridiculous. Yeah, it's like yeah. Well, this is no sec. Why is this you know so low? Yeah, so. we contacted devs. Everything was like increase the stability. You know, we gave them three systems. You know, we like increase all of those three systems if you're gonna you know fight in that, fight in that because. I called out every allied I knew, you know, I called out like every military leader, every FC I knew, like, you know, come help us out. You know, I know it's a different time zone, but if we crush them, they're not going to come for the second two citadels. I can promise you that, you know, because yeah. if, uh, if we kill their fleet, the morale is going to let down. It's, it's, it's psychological warfare, but I know that worked at that time. And uh, but yeah, I, I remember White came to help us like 40 man fleet. And uh, they couldn't even jump in because the system was capped at 500. We were 190 and they were like 310 and they were 320 and they were battleships heavy. But uh, we were ready at that day. We had a nightmare. Uh, you know, we had a ST nightmare because no nightmare was online at that time. It was a different time zone. It was a, yep. it was a weird time, you know, and uh, that, our pilots were ready to die. That that did expose some issues <laughs> within that the the gha as far as the timer communication which is still very important even nowadays uh get your timers in check <laughs> but yeah there you know and i'm gonna do i'm gonna make a shout out there is a unsung hero out there i was in my tornado i was trying to escape the pantheon fleet and I hit autopilot to go to wherever I needed to go. And I ended up getting tackled. And I couldn't go anywhere. And so I'm kind of kicking and fighting and struggling. And then somebody killed the person who I was tackling. And I ended up getting out. <laughs> so thanks to whoever did that. I know uh, I'll probably, I probably won't ever see them. But uh, yeah, my, my tornado still yeah. lives to this day. The... Um, now the WX situation, we they planted that citadel right at the front door of BZ, which is which was considered maybe still is considered Gen Fed's kind of home system uh, because at the time they didn't have soft. It was an NPC station there, and so WX happened. the The anchoring went official, <laughs> and. I want to say I was there for the anchor timer, if that was the bigger battle. And, yeah, I, I don't know if I was there. No, we, of, of course we weren't there for the whole because it ended up changing over. You know what's funny about that is I found out about that through Damon Zell's show. Yep, yep. And <laughs> we woke up, we saw the song, and they were like, oh, that says Genfed. What happened? Yeah. I used to say GHA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it was funny. I was, I was driving home and uh, that was, that's when I typically listen to Damon Zell's show is, uh, you know, it, it's perfect length. Like I drive home and I, I listen to his show. Well, then uh, let's see. Yeah. He had caught the news that OZ had changed alliances to Genfed. And he had a screenshot of Dregs of Earth, who was the CEO at the time. And 
and Dregs of Earth stated, yeah, it was because of Rambo's interview he had with Mamasaurus Rex that gave him the kind of insight into GenFed. He liked it that much that he decided to take his corp over to GenFed, which meant he which meant taking the Citadel over there and and giving it to GenFed in that sense. And it's still up today. <laughs> it's still up. That's yeah. that Citadel. And I had a pot. I had a. I had to listen to that a couple times. I was like, "How? What?" <laughs> Oz lived two jumps away from me, and I hadn't even found that out. And not to mention, he listened to my podcast. Uh, thanks for being a fan. And and that that gave him him uh, get that gave him some um, insight. And uh, ultimately, he made his decision off of that. And I was like, "Wow, I wouldn't have thought that would have happened." You know, that was kind of a. And oh man, Blood Horde, they lost so many ships at the time because because they got locked out. There's a yeah, lot of ships most that got of locked the, out. Most of the Blood Horde, most of the Blood Horde, you know, Russian military was there. They had most of their brawling ships in that citadel. They got locked down. We lost a lot of assets. We lost a lot of, you know, airs. It was it was it was a smart move by their diplomats. It was a smart move by Mama Soros Rex. You know, uh, getting OZ. It was it was a really smart move. But yeah, that hurted us a lot because our small portion of military got locked down by their ships while we were hitting. You know, while we were getting hit by Pantheon up at Geminate and Cash. You know, so yep. all of those little things came together and hurted us a lot and. A lot of like issues with GHA got exposed. Uh, you know, it was democracy, my man. You need to talk to somebody else to get to talk. They can talk to a group, so they can give us a permission to do this kind of militarical uh, decisions. You know, hey, well, uh, and uh, you you were part. You were up there. You saw those talks. I never. I never did. I was a nobody. So, <laughs> yeah, you, you you saw that. Yeah, I was part of the leadership up in. EHM Golden Hawk Military, and uh, yeah, I I saw some you know I saw some problems we had. I saw the lack of power we holded and uh, the lack of power the group holded in GHA. Uh, I forgot the name of the group, but yeah, they had more power than us, and uh, yeah, uh, and that group was I know that group uh, you know they were part of as a normal alliance member fleets, but. Uh, they had nobody from the military side talking to them. Zell pushed a lot. Zell did a lot of work up in the you know military. He decided to be uh, be in that group to you know give us a voice in the you know to give us a military vo uh, voice up in that group. But uh, it wasn't enough. You know he tried everything. Uh, you know Shack attack tried everything. Drake tried everything. How you tried everything? You know a lot of FCs tried uh, and. Uh, yeah, we lacked a lot of things and we lacked, we got exposed, we got caught. And uh, yeah, that was the fall of GHA. And after that, after those defense fleets, because our players were burning out because it was one defense fleets against defense fleets. Somebody's leading it. And we needed a lot of FCs to perform those defense fleets because uh, myself was getting burned out. Polobot was like, Polobot led like four or five defense fleets back to back up in Geminate. I led like three or maybe two, you know? It was a lot of burnouts. It was because you just you just can't fleet fifty man fleet. 
that's it. You need a lot of squad commanders. You need a lot of players to who can hold down the second fleet and follow the commands. You need a lot of people who are in position and who know their shit to go against a battleship army while we are outnumbered in doctrine, while we are outnumbered uh, in ships. Because we were heavy at the battle cruiser pilots, but we didn't have an, enough battleship pilots on the grid. We didn't have enough battle cruiser guardians. They're dead. They were. They had more bigger guns. They had uh, bigger numbers, and yeah, they pushed hard. They pushed hard with their blob, you know. Yeah. Well, they took advantage of um, some of these corps that were G in GHA. the The way GHA was, the SRP was supplied by the corps, so there were some corps that couldn't do SRP of battleships or battlecruisers at the time. And so they just kind of had to show up in cruisers or whatever else that they were able to fly in. Sometimes they even flew their personal ships. Yep, and, a lot of players. Yeah, their PVE ships were going in just to defend stuff, and then they end up losing it, and then potentially they quit the game because of it. Who knows? Um, the, those were some really dark days at the GHA up until, up until it, uh, it fell. Yep. So, I like to quote Ozier on this, and Ozier, um, he he was part of the GHA. He you know he was an ORC. He's, he's still leading ORC currently, and uh, he had left GHA back in December, I want to say. But when GHA fell, all the corpse and uh, I quote, they spread like hayseeds across the galaxy. I liked how he uh, put that into perspective because that's really what happened. They, all the corpse, they just like, oh, okay, I'm gone. I'm going over here. Corpse went to uh, SHH. Corpse went to Pantheon. Corpse went to um, GenFed. You went to Pew. You know, multiple people went to, to No Please Stop. Maybe not whole corpse, but I, I know pe people did. And then... Uh, I think what was left of uh, the GHA, the Russian side of it, went toward, uh, they. I think they created Red Machine out of that. Um, not really sure what happened to everybody else. Uh, a lot of corpse went up into the Vale and joined Yeah, yeah. So, so most of the corporation, like, like big uh, red corporate, you know, Red One, uh, like Odin, a lot of players, like a lot of corporation went to Shush. And our corporation, I was at that time in ST, you know, and uh, we decided to follow DLG, DIT at that time, go, you know, join Pantheon, you know, they were like, they were the, you know, they were a good option to us. And it was a new territory, you know, it was a new, uh, a new start. We, we wanted a new start and we were, we were talking about creating a new alliance, but we didn't ma manage to create that alliance. You know, we, we got the permissions from the EVE Online veterinarians and a lot of those, you know, we were trying to form something new, but that didn't happen. We just, so we decided to join, uh, we decided to join Pantheon. The DAT and DLG formed a new corporation called RX2 at that time. It was the corporation or like led by Zell, Zell was CEO and, uh, RX2 and ST joined uh, Pantheon and we were like, we were struggling to recruit people in uh, Stellar Tyrants. So ST decided to join, ST decided to sorry, merge with RX2 and like kind of form RXR now. And uh, yeah, but ST wasn't the name anymore. And 
Apollo Bot decided to join GoPew. He just left HTTP as soon as THA fell and joined uh, Pew. So, you know, I was in talk with him and uh, like, he was like, you know, he, he was the guy, uh, you know, who I just go around PvP and he was in Pew. So after the, the ST name wasn't there anymore, I was uh, got honorable digits discharged by their military leader. It was fun leading those guys, a lot of players, you know. We managed to put out four billion NISP damage per day. And we, like, on the first defenses, there was 200 Condor 2 pilots and 20 prophecies ready to die. And, like, a bunch of nightmare battleships were ready to die to defend that citadel. And, yeah, it was fun leading those groups. And uh, rest in peace, ST, they, they, they decided to join. They decided to merge. And the name wasn't there anymore. And I was a, I was a free man, you know? And uh, I got... I joined Pew. I got watched in by PoloBot and Azenop. Uh, he, they both were a good friend of mine, and Azenop was director of uh, Blue Black Legion. And uh, I got interviewed by Tahini himself. Uh, and uh, yeah, I decided to join Pew and became a junior FC there. And now I FC in Pew as well. So yeah. So since the fall of the GHA, you know, we haven't had. Okay, we've had some pretty big battles. I think we've seen I've seen lately up to 800. It was a Pantheon and maybe a Void ACR battle that happened recently. Were you part of that? Yes, I was part of that. Uh, so it was ZID uh, 0.3 or like 1.3 or whatever. You know, the third part of the ZID oh. happened, you know? <laughs> ZID again. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah, so like the second ZID happened, that was like a small one. That didn't count. Was, yeah, there was a third one. A big main ZID was in Hulltimer. And uh, we got, uh, you know, as mercenary now, now I'm, you know, I'm a mercenary. So we got contracted in by an unknown client. You know, it was, uh, and we decided, the video is still up. You can see which side we fought on, like which, what we did, you know. And uh, we played a big crucial role. I don't want to say what we did or what we, you know, the video is still out. If you want to look, you can go to Taini's uh, YouTube channel and see what we did. We prayed. Like, I know uh, GenFed did their propaganda, ACR did their propaganda, but I'm, I'm just not going to lie. You know, we, we did a big main crucial role in that. And uh, we, we hold it, the Citadel, as long as we can, as long as, long as we did. And, uh, you know, and uh, yeah, and after that, uh, ZID, I think ZID got uh, put into hell or it got blown up. I guess it, it got blown up and Genfred uh, put uh, a new citadel in there. That was the biggest, uh, like, that was like the third battle of the ZID. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Just in peace and that's it. I've been in the side of protecting it. I've been in the side trying to kill it. You know? Yeah, that's it's funny. Fun. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen on the next day. One day you're defending it, and the next day you're attacking it. Yeah. So were you at the RG9 battle recently in Declan? Uh, in, up in Declan? Yes. Uh, no, I don't think so. This was, this was a few weeks ago. It was uh, P-A-N-D, PAND. It was their Citadel in RG9, and it fell to Fireflies and Mercenaries. 
So uh, no, please stop was there along with fireflies. Fireflies notoriously hires them. Uh, that's not unknown news, I guess you could say. But um, that was a decently sized battle. Um, few hundred. Oh yeah, people. yeah, I was part of that. I forgot it was. Okay. Uh, yeah, the pandemic citadel fell. I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the second citadel in RG nine, I believe, that went down. RG nine is kind of cursed, and I, I want to say uh, ZID <laughs> might be cursed now too. It's like don't put one there because you know what's going to happen. Yep, yep. Unless you I, want I remember. the content. Because I, I know, and as a mercenary or like any group, you know, as a, as a normal alliance, we we don't supposed to have you know uh, favorites or like you know uh, pilots. But Fireflies is one of the best group. Like they got their asses kicked by Shush and they retreated, and now they come back and they're making a full comeback. You know, we love those pilots, and they're still trying to figure out the military. They the the very good pilots, and they're now they're like kicking ass up in Shush, and they took back Branch and uh, Wenel. Because you can see by the solve map and go have a look, you know, they, they own more solve in those territories and technically they owned that territory now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've been they've been pushing hard at Shush and uh, yeah, it's been fun fighting along those sides as long as they're, they're going to keep hiring us, you know? Well, I know you had some um, some notes. Did we end up talking about all your notes? Yeah, I think we covered uh, most of them and uh, you want to talk about the current state, like what's happening right now, or like, yeah, if you want, yeah, yeah. So right now, like we've been kicking ass up in lunar space, or like, oh, you know, well in the silent because we put out the uh, coffer, put a citadel up in Geminate, and uh, lunar decided to form a biggest blob with Pantheon, and they they successfully destroyed that citadel because. Our pilots, everybody, I was in that battle, You like everybody, the Gengar made a video, you can see most of the pilots not even moving because they jumped in and everything crashed. And like even the players who own iPads got crashed. And uh, yeah, like I died in my uh, guardianship and just, you know, it was uh, a lot. I have been trying to, you know, I that ship was alive from like most of the battles, you know, I didn't lose it and I lost it to a black screen. And uh, and after that, we've been just uh, punishing them, and now we hold the record. You know, as you said, right? Pantheon holded the record of like getting four battles, like four citadels, mm-hmm. and now no please stop or no alliance hold the records of killing seven citadels or eight citadels in a certain amount of time. You know? Yeah. And it's been fun. It's been fun. Now you guys have been uh, everybody else who is in Pantheon formed. Uh, new new blob you know so, as yeah. pilots love to say the blue donut you know they formed a coat now and uh, yeah it's been well, fun fighting you guys you know I, I i seen a thing the other day uh i i forget who said it and it may have been on the black legion server wouldn't it be a red donut to you guys <laughs> You know, some somebody said that it's like, well, you say blue donut, you you know, you keep dropping blue donut, but isn't it a red donut to you? And isn't that what you guys want? Oh man, a red donut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, notorious. Okay, the veil of the silent has constantly since like the bot wars. We talked about the bot wars. 
Veil of the Silent has been under fire pretty much the entire game life so far. Yep, the Veil Coalition, just, TVC. Just, just now it's a little bit more heated up because the Veil of the Silent is, and Geminate is targeted by, no, please stop right now. So, yep. Yeah, it, it it's it, it's almost it's almost like um the days before the GHA fell, you know, a, a certain area was targeted and making life hell for a lot of corporations, but um the Veil of the Silent, a lot of those corporations were war-torn. I know some of the um SE came from when the Southern War had ended and uh some had split off out of void or OG or wherever from the south, they came up and into the Vale and joined Looter, or, or uh, you know, came up as SE. You know, they've been battling for months already, and yet they move, and yet they're at battle, they're at war again. So yeah, this this kind of current meta war is SHH Pantheon Catch Twenty Two versus No and Friends. Uh, and I would say SHH as a federation, which includes Lunar, which is in the veil. So, yeah, that's kind of the the, the new war right now. Um, and Everyone versus no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always been like that, my man. It's always been like that. So, uh, and and you just recently uh, took on Hell to Pay. I know they posted a a, a thing on Reddit about them turning over. Um, I believe the whale pod just joined you, but yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting next few weeks. Definitely. Yeah. It's because I know a lot of propaganda is going on. A lot of bullshit is going on and Reddit, you know, there was nothing like we, we don't force anything, you know, it's just like, I know we're mercenary pirates. Like we have a certain amount of honor, my man. I just want to tell this out. A lot of players are doing propaganda and bullshit. You know, HTP joined us by their own. They made their own decision. They decided to join us. And like, if somebody's telling us, I've been in with those pilots. They've they've been PVP focused from the start of the game, and they currently hold the longest SOV hold in the history of the game. They have the longest oldest SOV in the history in the game, and they decided no and uh, no please stop was like a good home to them. Uh, they decided to join us. I'm happy with their decision because a lot of pilots know me in there. A lot of pilots are friends. Uh, you know, a lot of pilots were back. In in the GHA days, we used to go on roams and have fun, you know? So it's been really, I've been excited to, you know, uh, play the game with Adam again. And but they were on, you know, the blue side. And now no hold, you know, next. We, we started from holding no soft. Now we're just holding the oldest soft right now in the game right now, you know? Yeah, it's... Uh... And I, I was telling court members about that, or I was, I was telling somebody that may not have known that. And actually, let's talk about that. HTP holds one of the earliest dropped, if not the first Citadel dropped in the game. Now, I had heard recently that they had joined No to save that Citadel because it was among one of the targets that you guys had over there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a historic citadel. I mean, my Enriel station was also historic, but that's no longer, you know? There, anyway. 
Well, yeah, uh, we, ma- we successfully managed to defend it and it's there. And uh, yeah, you know, it, it's HTTP. I remember I, I was there for anchoring it back in the days. Now I'm there for defending it again. And uh, yeah, it's been fun playing with those pilots because like HTTP is one of the PVP focused group you're going to find because they were, while being in the GSA, they were so ahead of a lot of corporations. I, I had corporation meetings with them, how they like, like doing this group, you know, how they're managing it. And they've been, uh, tr- they've been trying to hold themselves and they've been successfully managed to, you know, uh, they've been successfully managed to hold a PVP slash PVE focused group. And yeah, they're good pilots, my man. They're a bunch of baboons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to say. They're a bunch you know, of baboons. And you know what's funny no- too is if you look at the the game, I mean, we're coming up to a year old, but pilots that you flew with way back last August, some of them are still around. Big names too. You know, some of them are still around and depending on which... You know, some are still like within their original corporations or alliances. Uh, either way, it's like you you see them on Grid or you see them on Discord. Say, oh, I remember that name. I remember when I used to fly with that person. <laughs> we, I, I still get a lot of that, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. Whenever I go into Shush territory, back in Pantheon territory, everywhere I go, you know, if somebody knows me, they hit up me a DM, they send me an in-game message, hey, nice to hear you. And to be honest, if, it, if all this been positive, it's like I only had a one incident. <laughs> well, that was, a, you know, a, like, see, that guy was mad, but uh, yeah, it's always been a pilot. It's always been fun to say hi to the old guys and, you know, they're just... They just always give a, a good and positive message, and it's it's fun. And if a man local come say hi to me, you know, if I know you, I probably will leave you. But uh, you know, if you're flying a vindicator, then there's no chance, my man. I'm gonna tackle you, but yeah. yeah. Are you gonna camp me in my um in my Sharon? You're gonna camp me for days. <laughs> if you if you're flying a Sharon, my man, there's no way I'm gonna leave you. I love you, but Sharon no. is one of the you know, it's like a nightmare on fucking drugs. You know, it's an eighteen billion ship. <laughs> you're not gonna, oh, you're not gonna let me jump my four jumps. <laughs> if you, uh, you know, pay out some of the risk, I might, oh. I might protect you. To, you know, I might protect you for those four jumps as well. But it depends on the situation. <laughs> well, let let that go down in history too. The first Sharon was destroyed not too long ago. Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, but. Yeah, by Fireflies, uh, I saw that uh, they killed a share on 17.6 billion worth, and they got the first kill mail in New England. Yep. Uh, it's been fun. It's been fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they came from, uh, you know, they came from, like, just a PvP E alliance. Now they're becoming a PvP group, and then now they have uh, one of the, like, Best kill mill, you can say, you know, like killing a Sharon is a big deal. It's a 17.6 billion kill mill worth, and uh, they got the first freighter kill mill in the game. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, man, it's been a year. It's been a year. Can you believe it? We, we're still playing the game. <laughs> and we still enjoy it, right? To, to, to the benefits that we enjoy. Yep. It's a 
I know a lot of players are coming back up again now. Jita is getting 500 plus, and it's it's CHA was a, a name you can like trying to figure out and get get to know it. And uh, yeah, it's 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 been fun being part of those groups and have multiple experience in multiple wars, and being able to hold honorable positions in every alliance and in every uh, you know group. Uh, it's been honor of mine, you know. It's been honor of mine. All right, man. Well, do you have any shout-outs or closing thoughts? And we'll uh, we'll close this out. Oh, I got a lot of shout-outs, but I'm gonna, you know, the the palace was saying, oh, you were on the roundtable chat. I gotta give out the shout-out to Tahini himself. I gotta give a shout-out to Azenov. I gotta give a shout-out to Run Glansman Dwarf. Uh, you know, I gotta give a shout-out to Mr. Kilroy. He's been uh, like old, one of the oldest director I'm still in touch with. You know, uh, I I gotta, you know. I gotta give a shout out to you. That's the thanks for having me. You know, it's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, and thanks for being a fan of my show as well. <laughs> I know you. You listen to all my episodes, and you. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're you're there. You're you're a good supporter, and uh, I flew with you back in the GHA days. Someday, maybe we'll fly again. Yep. Someday we'll fly again. So it will be honor, bro. <laughs> Here's to another year of Evecos. Cheers, mate. Cheers, man. All right. Well, thank you, and uh, I'll see you around. Yeah. Thanks for having me again. All right. Thank you. Alrighty. Well, that wraps it up for this week. If you like the show, please rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or like and share my YouTube channel and subscribe to future videos for that. Also, if you wish, please join my Discord. That is where I do my roundtable talks. I post all my episodes on there. I have a guest list on there you can see. And also, you can post your own corp ad. I'll leave that link to the Discord in the description. And if you want even more Eve Echoes news and a deeper dive into what's going on in Galaxy, go check out Damon Zell on YouTube on his show Echoes from the Front. He goes over game announcements, patch notes, alliance drama, battles, and much more. So thank you everybody for listening. Take care, fly dangerously, and I will see you next week. <laughs>